Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again, everybody. Justin Acre, Zach Gillum. We are back for Oakland Game Day. It's great to be with you. And if we're doing the podcast, it means that, well, football is upon us. And, Zach, it's great to be with you again, my friend. Yes, absolutely. So excited to be back. As you said, football is here. Well, we're going to start looking at all kinds of things related to that, Zach. And it's not just football. We've got baseball and other things happening this time of year. The playoff races are about to kind of set up right there. So we want to definitely touch on some of those things. But let's focus, I mean, mostly on college football and the NFL, of course. And, Zach, that means a lot of people are we're going to be wondering what kind of opportunities you're going to have to wager at the sports book. And I think people are also curious about what they're going to be able to do outside the sports book. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much going on this time of year, um, sports-wise, and a lot of exciting things going on at Oaklawn. So, um, you know, here before long, I hope to be able to be announcing to you that our, our app is officially launched. Um, we're in our final stages right now, getting very close to getting that out for all of our loyal customers. We appreciate everyone's patience, and uh, I, I I can say that I think everyone's as excited as I am to get this up. Well, I think there's a lot of anticipation about the upcoming season, partially because of the excitement around the Razorbacks and a lot of other things related to football, I mean, college and pro. And, I mean, there's just been a lot of talk about it, even more so than usual. So, as far as the sports book goes, Zach, you guys are up and running and ready to roll there. What are the hours? What's the schedule? What's the plan for now? And then also once football gets underway. Yeah, absolutely. So the the easiest way to do this is Saturday and Sunday we will be opening at 10 a.m. Um, for football season. So uh, that will be a, a regular just staple. We will open at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. On Saturdays we'll be open until 10 p.m., Sundays until 9 p.m. The rest of the days it's really going to be based around what events are going on that day. So the best source of that is oaklawn.com. We actually post a daily schedule for the sportsbook um, a month out so you'll know exactly what our hours are and they do they do fluctuate so please check on that okay we are going to do the lock of the week i had some people ask me are you gonna bring that back you were so terrible last year a lot of people said hey i faded you all year last year and made some good money fine hey listen whatever works for you that's fine we're gonna pick a game every week and sometimes we're right sometimes we're not but i'm gonna guess zach that we're a little better this year than last year because i couldn't be much worse well, you know, I'm still thinking back to years one and two where yes. you ki- you did great. Killed so, it. you know, if you, if if you followed those first two years and then had the uh f- um, you know, the insight to fade you last year, hats off to you, but yeah. Um, through three seasons, I think you're doing pretty great. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Well, oh, you're yeah. biased cuz we're friends, but that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, there are other things happening at Oaklawn, not quite racing time yet, but in December it'll be before you know December 9th. I think is our first racing day. But we do want to talk about the hotel, and as Zach mentioned, oaklawn.com is the best way to get all the information, book a room. Got some great live concerts coming up in the event center, and of course there's live music there every weekend in addition to that. Spa treatments, and again, I like to talk about the pool a little bit. In the wintertime, it is heated. In the summertime, it is cooled. It is the place to have fun 24-7, 365. 
Yeah, absolutely. If you've not been down to Oaklawn in a while, there's so many great things. I mean, outside or uh, outside of the racing, we have the hotel, the event center, the pool, as you're mentioning, um, and we have some great events going on. Uh, we'll get into some of those here in a little while. Um, headline acts, and then we also have some acts and pops. So, so much. I mean, so much to go and enjoy yeah even if you don't pick very well like i did in last season there are ways to feel like a winner zach there are a lot of promotions going on at oaklawn as there always are and some of these give you an opportunity to win some money or some points and certainly to have some fun along the way yeah absolutely we have our 50 plus frenzy that's on tuesdays so guess 50 and up get a free scratch off card at player services and a discounted menu at big al's hot springs village days on thursdays again from 12 to 8 and um, guests from a Hot Springs Village zip code will receive a free scratch-off card, again, a discounted menu. And then Ladies Night Out on Friday, that's been very popular. That continues drink specials that are in the first turn, Oak Room Bar. That is from 5 to 9 p.m. And then we'll also have 100 ladies that win $100 cash from yes. 6 to 10. Nice. Um, yes, very good. We have some big promotions coming up in September, but we also have the $200,000 cash progressive giveaway. That um, last um, weekend will be this upcoming weekend, Saturday, the 26th. And from 7 to 10.15, we do five drawings um, every 15 minutes. Those guests will be able to win cash prizes. And then at the end, we do a big giveaway. So definitely come down, enjoy that. And September, there are some very nice promotions coming up we'll get into next week. Yeah, and let's just quickly say, you know, Labor Day weekend, you guys have some uh, really good entertainment happening. So if you're looking for a place to spend the three-day weekend, if you're not going to go to Fayetteville or catch any of the ball games around the state or around the country, it's a great place to just settle in that opening weekend and just wager on all the different games in the sports book And in the event center, we've got some great events coming up in september zach two big concerts in september and again these tickets are available at oakland.com yeah absolutely you got cheap trick coming up september 17th tickets i believe starting at 55 and then we have Lori morgan september 27th so the following week tickets for her starting at 25 dollars. so those are moving quickly i do recommend if you want to see one of those shows jump on it um as as most people are aware we had ron white um the first show sold out so quickly we added a second show and i know those tickets have moved very quickly as well so if you're looking to get down ron white that's in december i know it's a long way out but definitely get those tickets that's the 30th right not new year's but the time before is that correct if i remember that is, that is correct it okay. is the 30th all right that was off the top of my head i'm not going to be in town unfortunately because i really wanted to go see him and i strongly encourage those of you who have not to do just that oakland.com for all the information let's move into some sports zach and talk some football we are going to spend the lion's share of our time on college because those games are coming up a little bit sooner than the pro games are they're still a couple weeks out but i did want to touch quickly on some of the wagering opportunities people will have on the nfl that includes the championship we call it the super bowl and the Buffalo Bills are your favorite going into the season. And the great news is, Zach, no matter who you pick, there is plenty of meat on the bone, lots of opportunities for you to make big money for a small wager on most of the teams this year in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very competitive-looking uh, lineup this year. Um, few 40-to-1 shots really stand out to me, but we'll start at the top. As you said, Bills are your current favorite at plus 600. Buccaneers at 750. The Chiefs at uh Plus 1,000. The, the Packers are at 1,100. Rams at 1,100. Chargers 1,500. 49ers 1,600. Ravens at 1,800. Um, Broncos are a team a lot of people have been talking about with all the movement with Russell Wilson going. Yeah. They're at, they're at 1,800. And then your Bengals at 20 to 1. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl participant. And of course, the Cowboys. A lot of Cowboys fans around here. Is this the year they finally put it together? I think we've been doing that every year of the podcast, Zach. And it, the answer is usually a resounding no. 20 to 1 going into the season. Colts at 25 to 1. 
Who do you like at 40 to 1? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know, I, I can never uh, look away from the Patriots. I think they are yeah. always a contender. And then the Titans, um, you know, they, they lost some key people, but also we got Traylon Burks up there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be very interested to see what they can put together this year. Well, the Bills, everybody's been waiting. I mean, they've been nipping at the bud for some time now. Are they finally going to break through and win them one? And the Buccaneers, of course, trying to get another one before Tom Brady actually does hang it up. Maybe the Chiefs return to glory. A lot of people think the Rams are going to you know, have a good shot, but uh, again, they're in a tough division. And the Chargers, a lot of money and a lot of love on the Chargers, so we'll talk about that as we go through the season for sure. Let's look at the AFC and FC favorites. We'll start off the AFC, and the Bills, of course, as the Super Bowl favorites, are the AFC favorites. But still, Zach, even just to win the AFC, really good cheese there, potentially, if you you know throw a few bucks at it. Yeah, looking at the Bills, plus 325, followed up by the Chiefs at 550, Chargers at 750, Ravens at 900, and then a few of those other teams we mentioned, the Broncos at 900, and the Bengals at 1100, and then the Colts this year. I mean, that was a team that was very yeah. hot. Um, it was a surprising uh, knockout of the playoffs that early. Colts are at 12-1 to to win the AFC. And in the NFC, the the Bucks are your favorites at plus 350, so just about the same as the Bills over in the AFC. Correct, yeah. Bucks 350, Packers second choice at plus 450, followed up with the Rams at 500, 49ers at 700, and then those Dallas Cowboys at 850. Yeah, I don't. I guess the Pack is an interesting one because, again, it seems like uh, Aaron Rodgers and company with the Buccaneers and some of the losses they had, maybe you should be thinking about them, but I think a lot of people are worried about their receiving core, so we'll have to uh, get into the season. And again, the defending champs you can get for 500 bucks, and obviously Aaron Donald on one side, and you get your quarterback back on the other side. A lot of key pieces. Cooper Cup, who was the most productive receiver in the league last year. So the Rams, are, there's a lot to like about them. Divisionally, a lot of people around here are going to pay attention to the Chiefs and Cowboys, Zach. And, of course, we carry the Cowboys on the buzz, carry the Chiefs on buzz, too, all season long. They are your favorite to win the AFC West, but a pretty tight race with those Chargers and, as you mentioned, the Broncos. Yes, absolutely. Looking across, um, this is definitely one of the more competitive divisions this year. Chiefs at plus 170, Chargers 225, Broncos at 270, and then Raiders at 650, who, mentioning uh, losing some of that receiving core, there's where Devontae Adams, I believe, landed. So um, very competitive division. That one's going to be very interesting to follow. And the story that came out this week, of course, was that Dana White said he had worked out a deal to get Tom Brady in Oakland, or not in Oakland, excuse me, how about old school, uh, in Las Vegas. And that would have changed, certainly, trajectory of Tampa and maybe the other NFC South teams, but certainly for the Raiders out in the West. And boy, you put that with Devontae Adams. How about Tom Brady throwing a Devontae Adams? That would be scary right now. But either way, both those teams, both the Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be pretty competitive. And uh, the Chiefs still your favorites, though. And the Chargers, I think a lot of people are expecting a rise to challenge the Chiefs in the West, or maybe the Chiefs put their foot down and reestablish themselves as the best team in the AFC. Cowboys are your favorites to win the East, but pretty close with Philly in what appears to be on paper a two-horse race. No offense, Commanders. Yeah, correct. Looking at that NFC East, the Cowboys are your favorite, plus 125. Eagles at plus 165. Pretty big jump up to the Commanders at 550, and then the Giants at 800. The Buccaneers we mentioned, they are the heaviest favorite to win their division at minus 278. And as I was telling Wes today, I think that says more about the rest of the AFC or NFC South than it says about how great the Buccaneers are going to be because the Saints obviously have all kinds of issues, and they are pretty close to being, I would think, safe to say, the second best team in that division. So should be the Buccaneers winning by default because the rest of the division stinks. Another bet I like, Zach, that's kind of fun is you can get a whole darn division and wager on who's going to win the conference. So you could say, take the AFC West or the AFC South or the AFC North if you literally like the Bills, and uh, or the AFC East, excuse me, not the North, the AFC East if you like the Bills, and you can get the whole darn division. Yeah, correct. And I mean, looking at that, um, before we dive that deep into it, you can do, you know, who's going to win AFC or NFC. AFC is your favorite, minus 143, NFC at plus 118. Um, and then when we dive a little deeper into that, as you were mentioning, 
looking at the actual division winner of the Super Bowl or of the championship game, yep. should I say? You know, again, you think about what collective do I want? Do I want the North, you know, with the Ravens and the, you know, the the Bengals and the Browns? I mean, do I want those guys? Do I want the East and the NFC? You know, really like for the North, NFC North, you're probably going to be like, well, I want Green Bay, but I don't really care about anybody else in that division. And then, um, you know, and they're pretty heavy favorites, obviously, to win there as well. But the West, you know, again, always has multiple teams that are, are con- in contention. So, you know, it's, it's just an interesting bet. Yeah, absolutely. So looking at uh, division of the conference winner, so NFC West to win the NFC is your favorite at plus 175. The NFC South, your second choice at 220. The North is at 260. And then the East at 325. And what about on the AFC side? No surprise, but you have the AFC West as your favorite there. They're at 135, followed up by the East at 180, the North at 260, and then the South at 500. All right, we do have some first-week wager available. First game of the year, by the way, is going to be Bills and Rams. What a great marquee matchup right out of the gate on a Thursday night. And it is currently Bills minus 2.5 on the road against the defending champions, the L.A. Rams. Ravens, Jets, Browns, Panthers, and we all know about the Browns' troubles with the quarterback situation. Colts, Texans, the Patriots you mentioned, they're playing at Miami opening week. That's coming up on September 11th. So we'll get to that as we get a little closer to it. So let's focus. Oh, I do want to touch on just quickly season totals, Zach. A lot of people want to look at over-unders on season wins. And the cool thing about it, this year at Oaklawn, you guys have an interesting thing where you can bet not just one number, but a, a couple different numbers. And of course, the, the odds change. Uh, and, and just a quick reminder, too, as long as I'm getting all over the place here, you know, when we say plus 400 or plus 300 or minus 250, just to clarify what that means, that's based on 100 bet so if you bet a hundred dollars if it's plus 250 you would get a 250 dollar profit so a 350 dollar return if you hit that bet and minus obviously means the opposite so you'd have to bet like if it's minus 250 you'd have to bet 250 to win a hundred and then you'd collect obviously your uh your 250 back along with the hundred so uh just want to clarify that since it's the first podcast of the year we need to make sure we reiterate that for those who are a little bit uh you know new to the thing and still want to get involved. It can be a little bit intimidating. It's like a first trip to the gym, Zach. You know, you go to a craps table the first time, sports book for some people the first time, and the gym the first time. It's like, I don't know where to go here. So it's nice that you guys you guys will help walk people through the process, though, if they're in there, right? Absolutely. And that was a wonderful point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of all the people that have listened throughout the few seasons, and there's definitely going to be some new ones. So you, you nailed it. You covered how that works. And in, in the sports book, if you come in and chat with us, we're happy to go over that with you. If you have some specific markets that you have a question, how does this work? What am I actually wagering on? Please ask the question. That's what we're there for. We're there to help you out. Um, and we're, we're looking to make you um, as happy as you can be with your yeah. experience. And we want you to get the markets that you're looking for. Hey, it's hard enough to win when you know what's going on. If you have no idea, you really don't have much of a shot. Or maybe just to get dumb luck. I don't know. All right, let's talk about season total, Zach. And Dallas is a big one. And, you know, again, I think they're a foregone conclusion to some degree for some to win the East. But the Philadelphia Eagles probably a little something to say about that. What do you have the season total at for Dallas? And obviously, as I mentioned, there are options here too depending on how much money you want to lay on either side correct yeah that is something that is very fun and is more unique to recent years of nfl uh, season totals but there are what i would call alternate lines for the season totals looking right now we're offering you um nine and a half ten and a half and eleven and a half typically that middle number is going to be what i would call the market line yeah um so cowboys right now looking at over under ten and a half the over is at plus 118 the under at minus 143 the packers are another favorite will be getting a lot of wagering i would think and they're in a very let's be honest it's a marginal division or has been over the last few years 
Yeah, and looking at this one, um, the market line is at 11, and it's minus 110 on either side, so the over to the under. Other options for the Packers are at 9.5 and 12.5. And, and then keep in mind, for all these teams, there's also markets such as will they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the Packers, the yes hmm. on that market is minus 500, so they are definitely expected to make the playoffs. Yeah. No is at plus 370. Yeah, all you need is an Aaron Rodgers injury. Uh, to, to change their fortunes there, but hopefully he can stay upright and they'll have a shot. Tampa Bay is at 11.5, and, and then KC and L.A., a couple of teams that could be there at the end, Zach. We know the Rams were in the finals in the championship and, of course, won the whole thing last year. Uh, and Kansas City, not too far removed from a Super Bowl victory. Yeah, looking at Kansas City, they are at 10.5, over, under, minus 110 on either side. Looking at the Rams, we currently have them sitting at 10.5 as well, the over, minus 115, with the under at minus 106. Okay, we're going to touch more on NFL next week and certainly a lot more the next week when we're actually getting into games. September 11th, the first full slate of games. Thursday the 8th is the first game of the year with a really, really good one between the Bills and the Rams, at least on paper. Slip the script over to the NCAA, and I probably should have started with this because everybody's hyped about Arkansas. So there's a lot of different ways to wager on these teams before the season. you got season totals, obviously opening week games. You can bet on national title. You can bet on conference a lot of different ways to bet Arkansas. So let's just run the gamut of those, Zach, because I know a lot of people want to know, what can I do with the Hogs as far as making some money? Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously the first thing that we're going to look at is people can wager on them to win it all. If you want to wager on the national championship, Arkansas is currently 80-1. to 1. That's plus 8,000. Um, looking a little um, at a... More uh, likely, I guess, uh, is what I would say based on the odds. For them to win the SEC um, overall, you're looking at 45 to 1. Okay. Looking at them to win the West Division, they are currently 16 to 1. And then we do have a season total market for Arkansas is currently set at 7. Yeah, we have debated this one a lot, and I think it's a very good wager to go over on that. I won't make it my lock of the week because it's too far down the road, but I think that's a pretty good bet. Another one we've debated a lot, Zach, is LSU and their season total, they're at six and a half. And we were talking to to Matt Moscona, who works at the ESPN station down there, and he's very confident in LSU's chances of getting over that. In fact, I love that number as well, to go to seven plus. We talked to Kirk Kirk Herbstreit today at the uh, Touchdown Club, and he also was quite confident in LSU's ability to surprise. And he said maybe some folks in the SEC aren't as familiar with Brian Kelly's work. Obviously, we know what's going on. I mean, we've seen him him do things at, at Notre Dame. They've been to the playoff. But uh, he thinks the turnaround is going to be a little more quick than some others do. The key is going to be who's he going to have at quarterback. But I'm, I'm with him. I think the over on LSU is intriguing. Well, absolutely. I mean, even if you think back a few years ago with Joe Burrow when they won the national championship, they were 40, 50 to 1 to win it yeah. all at the, at one, uh, early in the season. So um, definitely never rule out a program like LSU, the history. They're going to get the talent. They have always obviously have a coach that knows what he's doing. Um, the over on that market right now is currently at minus 148 at that 6.5, the under plus 115. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. to see that move to 7 before too long. Yeah. The two favorites in the SEC are among the nation's favorites, and Bama and Georgia Georgia, Zach, no room for error when it comes to wagering on a season total. Correct, yes. Both set at 11.5, so going to have to win it all to get that over. Yep. Um, looking at the odds, currently Alabama, plus 115 on that over, minus 148 on the under. And then looking at Georgia, same 11.5, but you have plus 150 on the over, minus 195 on the under. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, Georgia's got a tough one out of the gate with Oregon, the 11th-ranked team in the country. Georgia comes in at number three after winning the national title behind Alabama and Ohio State. Ole Miss is a team 
that is going to be intriguing. And uh, we got another team I'm going to talk about in a second that, that Herb Street also mentioned. But Ole Miss season total at? Yeah, looking at Ole Miss, currently set at 8. Um, the over is at plus 100 even money. The under, minus 125. Okay. Texas A&M is at 9. I mean, a lot of people are expecting Jimbo to step forward, maybe have a chance to win the SEC West this year. At least it would be good for his reputation with all that money they're paying him. The over on that market, minus 108, and under minus 118. Again, that is set at 9. Okay. Kentucky is second favorite in the East, and I think a chance to uh, certainly have a have a potentially a double-digit season as far as wins go. They've got a relatively favorable schedule. Obviously, got to play Georgia. But, uh, and, you know, Tennessee's supposed to be very good as well. But I like Kentucky potentially to, to win a lot this year. Correct, yes. I, I would say they're definitely on the easier side of the uh, SEC, which has, my opinion, been the case for quite some time. But mm-hmm. um, Kentucky sitting at eight, even money, plus 100 on the over, minus 124 on the under. And what about Tennessee? They're at eight also? Tennessee is also set at eight. Um, looking at the odds on that one, you have Tennessee, excuse me, the over is at minus 110, the under is at minus 115. Okay. And then uh, Vanderbilt. Why am I talking about Vanderbilt? Because they're actually playing in the first weekend, so we just want to touch on them quickly. And when you see their line or hear about their line, you're going to be surprised, I think, a little bit with their season total. Correct. It is currently set at two and a half. Not a lot of confidence there (laughs) in Vandy. Um, Over even money, and the under is minus 127. So they really feel like it's going to be the under. They open with Hawaii, and Hawaii's over-under on season wins this season is four. So I don't know who the folks that make these lines think is going to win the game between Vanderbilt and Hawaii. I do know that Vanderbilt is favored on the road, but I'm not sure if they're counting that that win as part of the two and a half for Vandy or part of that uh, four for Hawaii. But it, it, they're both very low totals. Otherwise, I wouldn't be mentioning mentioning the Warriors here. Uh, Florida State, Mike Norvell has got a big, tough game right out of the gate with LSU. So, again, an opportunity for him and his program to take a big step forward. And you'd hate to lose to a first-year head coach who's trying to rebuild the program. But it's certainly something that could happen. I think LSU is going to be favored in that game, actually, when they kick things off. And then Cincinnati. A team that Arkansas opens with, Zach, they are expected to do good things again this year. Maybe not make it to the playoff like last year, but expected to be a factor for sure in the national rankings. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, um, that Hawaii um, matchup is definitely intriguing when you look at those totals. It's hard to pick which one they think is going to win it. Yeah. Uh, based on the odds, Vanderbilt being favored, you'd think it'd have to go there. And then LSU, that is a, it's an interesting one. Um, that opening weekend, it's on Sunday night against Florida State, and currently they are favored minus 3.5. Okay. And then uh, what is the, what's the total on Cincinnati, Zach? Is it Cin- yeah. Cincinnati is currently set at 9.5. Well, hopefully one of those losses is to Arkansas. But we'll find out. Uh, Georgia's picked to win the East. Kentucky picked second. And if you think Georgia is going to have a step backwards this year after winning a title, and Kentucky's finally going to take that big step forward. Again, I, I hate to keep quoting Kirk Herbstreit, but that was one of the things he said. And he likes Mark Stoops. He said he's a friend. But when the expectations are really high, Kentucky, maybe that's not their best bet. It's more when people are sleeping on them a little bit. Nobody's sleeping on these guys, but there's still a big opportunity to make some money for them to win the East. Yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, Georgia is the heaviest favorite of the division. They are minus 715 to win the SEC Ooh-wee. East. O- overwhelming favorite. Um, back to J- what Justin was saying earlier, that means you would have to wager $715 to profit 100 or 7150 to profit 10 Or I can so, bet 100 on Kentucky and win how much if they win it? Yes, looking at Kentucky plus 1000 Yeah, so 10 to 1 odds there. All right, let's touch on a couple of uh, first-week games here, Zach. And look, these are stinkers, but it's football, folks. It's football. It's just like pizza. It's like it can only be so bad, right? It's still 
pizza. That's what we're getting with these football games in the opening weekend of matchups. And I'm also going to have a lock of the week out of these two because, well, that's what we do. Right or wrong, we're going to do it. And I'll give it to you in just a second. Let's start with that Vanderbilt game all the way to Hawaii. Both teams are expected to not be good, but I guess you're seeing the SEC bias, Zach. Why? Because it just means more, even when you fly to the islands. Vanderbilt currently uh, minus seven and a half total in this game set at 55. Minus seven and a half. Okay, people are loading up on the Commodores, feeling good about Clark Lee and his team. Do you remember at uh, SEC Media Day, Zach, their head coach, their new head coach said, our job is to, or I, I believe that in the next few years, we will become one of the, I think he said like the best programs in the country or whatever he said, most successful. How he phrased it, we all knew it was baloney. It's stuff that first year head coaches have to say, but I like the way he kind of read it off of his script as if to, to say, well, look, I know I have to say this. I don't actually believe any of this nonsense, but I have to say it because, well, they pay me money to do so. Anyway, I don't know who's going to win this game. I do know it will be football, and that's as much as I can say about it. How about a conference game right out of the gate? Not my favorite thing, Zach, but you're getting one here in Nebraska, Northwestern, opening week. This is It's listed as Nebraska at Northwestern, but where is it actually being played, Zach? It's being played in Ireland. And so they're going to take a long trip to go at it. I mean, they're right, you know, they're just like, they could just meet in the middle of Iowa. It'd be a way shorter trip for everybody, but instead they're going to go all the way to Ireland to play this game. And it will be Nebraska as a heavy favorite. They absolutely curb stomped Northwestern last year. Both these teams had three and nine records, but Nebraska had, I think just about every game was a very close loss. Uh, or all nine of their losses were very close. 56-7 last year. It was all Nebraska against Northwestern. Yeah, looking at this one, uh, the odds odd makers seem to think it's going to be similar. We have Nebraska minus 12.5 total in this game set at 50. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just give you the – I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. So, hey, faders, get ready. You can go the other direction. My lock of the week. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. For opening week 2022, I'm going to take Scott Frost to figure it out or get fired. So if he goes over there and lays an egg in Ireland against the Wildcats, he won't be there very long. But you got two guys coaching their alma maters and Pat Fitzgerald and Scott Frost. Kind of a cool deal. And it's in Ireland. We'll see who has the most jet lag. This will be the jet lag ball. UConn, Utah State. You got Blake Anderson, the former Arkansas State coach, did a great job at Utah State last year. And they are a huge favorite against the Huskies in week one. Yeah, looking at this, Utah State currently minus 27.5, total at 59.5. Speaking of former coaches, Brett Bielema and Illinois upset Nebraska early in the season last year, and Illinois at home opening against Wyoming, and Brett and company trying to get to 1-0 as a double-digit favorite. Yes, double digits, minus 10. Lowest total I can see on the boards currently at 44. Okay, defensive battle, potentially. I don't know anything about Wyoming football, I have to be honest, so... Florida Atlantic's hosting Charlotte in week one. You got North Texas at UTEP, Nevada at New Mexico State, and that's that. And and then you get uh, some Thursday games with Tennessee in action, a huge favorite against Ball State. But uh, a lot of these lines are already on the board, Zach, weeks out, and they could adjust certainly. But you can snatch a few of these up, including the Arkansas game, already on the board for you guys. And uh, it was around a touchdown. It's a little less than that now. Correct. Looking at this one, Arkansas currently minus six and a half. Um, Minus 129, so that does indicate that it's very likely that it could move to seven shortly. Um, and the total on this game set at 52. I'm trying to think here. Let's see. we got Penn State-Purdue in week one, another Big Ten matchup. I just I don't like these conference games out of the gate. Some people are expecting Oklahoma State to do some big things, potentially in the season as a top ten. They're going to open at home against Central Michigan. I'm trying to find – oh, Oregon-Georgia. That game's a, a pretty healthy line for the, the Bulldogs or the defending champs. Yes, Georgia minus 17.5 total in that game set at 51.5. And as Zach mentioned, too, it's not just Saturday games in the opening weekend. 
and you do have some Sunday games. Florida State, LSU, or a Sunday game. There's a Monday night game, I believe, too, right? Yes, Clemson and trying to remember who Clemson Georgia Tech uh, right now you have Clemson favored at home minus 20 well actually I believe this is a neutral site game okay. um, I'm not sure where they're being played but it, it's not in, in Clemson okay. Clemson's minus 21 and a half total at 48 and a half I mentioned that Georgia game too out of the gate with Oregon they're playing it's a road game or it's a neutral site game typically or, or, or technically rather but it's in Atlanta so Zach what's closer to Atlanta Athens Georgia or Eugene Oregon you know, I don't think I need to be good to figure that one out. But, no. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with Georgia. You there. can be geographically challenged and still figure that one out. So our lock of the week, we've got it in. And officially, I'm going to go with Scott Frost and company. I hope he doesn't freeze me out and get a loss over in Ireland. It's going to be like 60 degrees. It should be perfect football weather. Real quick before we get out of here, we mentioned Major League Baseball. The playoffs are heating up, or the playoff races. The Yankees have been unable to get out of their own way, but uh, Andrew Benintendi got a home run over the weekend and helped his team to a victory over Toronto. But uh, your favorites right now, Zach? Yeah, looking at that, the Dodgers are your favorite, best uh, best record in the league. As you said, the Yankees have kind of fallen off as of late. Dodgers at plus 350, followed by the Astros at 385, the Mets at 475. So the Yankees aren't even the uh, highest thought-of team in New York right now. Yankees, the fourth choice at plus 500. That is interesting. Yeah, Mets and Yankees. How about a Subway Series? That'd be fun. Astros, your favorites in the American League at 140, plus 140. Yankees right behind at 220. Then a huge jump to the Blue Jays, who I mentioned the Yankees had knocked off on Sunday with Andrew Benintendi getting his fourth home run of the year. Still batting right around 300 as of the end of the weekend. And then on the National League side, Zach, it's the Dodgers, as you mentioned, to win it all and certainly to win the National League, followed by the Mets and big drop-off between two and three, just like it is in the AL. Yes, absolutely. you got the Braves as your third choice, 500, and then all the way down to the Padres at 1,200 as your fourth choice. Uh, the Cubs are plus 100,000 to win the Central, so I'm going to go ahead and not bet on that, Zach, but you do have an interesting race on paper with the Cardinals and the Brewers, and you can still get plus 400 on the Brewers. You think they're going to get it figured out and end up winning the, the National League Central Division. Yeah, that, that is pretty much a two-horse race. Um, but as you said, the Cardinals, pretty heavy favorite, minus 500. If you think they're going to fall apart, you're a Brewers fan, you're getting great. Four to one odds, plus 400 on them. Yeah, you can't beat that. All right, uh, yeah, right now, right around, uh, as of our recording, about a five-game lead, but certainly plenty of time to go. And the, the Cardinals have been hot eight out of their last ten as of our recording of uh, Oakland game day. All right, that's going to do it for us. Next week, we will dive a little deeper into some of the games. We'll actually have some games to recap for you as well, see if our lock of the week comes through in week one. And we will look forward to being with you again next week. For Zach, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening to Oakland game day. Good luck, everybody.